Hey guys, welcome to the number 153 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I'm just Cobra, and today we're back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today, we are going to be recapping the Wizards vs. Hawks game and previewing the Wizards vs. Pacers game, which is a very special day for us Wizards fans. Today is Kristaps Porzingis' debut. We have a lot to talk about. Let's get into this. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do subscribe, follow, share, review. To see my preview article for the Wizards Pacers game, please go to chasesportsuse.com. It is my latest article, so please check that out. Um, I, I might not leave the link in the description. I, I don't know. I do want to get this episode out. I'm sorry it is coming late. My computer was having some glitches today, but we are here. We are ready to post. Let's get into this. Recapping the Wizards vs. Hawks, Hawks game, and while there could be a lot to talk about, I don't have a lot to say. Um... The Wizards did a good job at at utilizing or at, at shutting down a little bit of Trey Young's game, but everything else was a big joke. Um, I mean, I, I I don't I don't want to blame the Wizards because they didn't play bad, but like there were some plays that were literally a joke. Like I'm like, come on, guys! Like really? Like and there were there were too many of those moments, and and that's something West Central Junior needs to work on. But like. I'm sorry, but Bogdan Bogdanovich had an open three-pointer every time. Now, did he? Now, he only made three of the eight, but it felt like every single time he was taking a three-pointer, it was absolutely wide open. DeAndre Hunter, who was injured on the, on the defensive play, somehow gets wide open. Everyone's paying attention to him besides the Wizards. He gets wide open, and then he makes a three. And I was in the fourth quarter, uh, middle of the fourth quarter, and it's just these little mistakes that cost the Wizards games, but... In general, I do want to look at this game as a positive when it comes to the Wizards because I think they played pretty well. I mean, Kyle Kuzma had a good game, a double-double, career-high 11 assists. Uh, Three-point shooting, absolutely horrific. You cannot shoot 0 of 6 from 3 anymore. Dear Kyle Kuzma, please do not shoot 0 of 6 from 3 anymore. Thank you. Got my message out. You know who did make their threes out of six attempts? Kadavis Caldwell-Pope made all six of his threes, actually, and was the reason why the Wizards were in the game 28 Five and five. He had a, a great game against the Pistons the last time they played. So maybe we'll have another good game tonight. Ruby Hachimura, another three three pointer game, three three pointer game. I know that sounds weird to say. And the Wizards in general is a team really great three point shooting now forty eight point three percent in this game, and they're really getting better at shooting. And players like Hachimura, Thomas Bryant, Daniel Gafford, these players are stepping up at the right time. And Thomas Bryant, another great game off the bench, twelve and six. But I think in general with the Wizards is when they were winning earlier this year. I still didn't know who they were as a team because I had a feeling that they would fall down later in the year. And also, the fact that, I mean, the fact that they hadn't had to come back. Like, they had not had to come back. And I saw that with the Ravens, is that, right, they had really didn't have to come back to the Ravens the entire season. And then they had to come back in their most important game of the season, and they couldn't do it. And that's why they lost in the playoffs in 2019-2020 season. And I feel like it's the same situation here. The Wizards are one of the best teams in the league. And then they had, and then they had to this games where they weren't playing well, and they had to come back, and they weren't able to do it, and it was costing them games. And I feel like here, while they didn't win this game, they have proven re- really recently and after Beal because they've been down more since Beal's got hurt. After Beal's got hurt, they've really showed that you that they could come back. 
may, they may not win every game, but they could definitely come back. And when the Hawks would go on their runs, the Wizards would come back. And they have really done a good job at that ever since Beal got hurt when they really started going down. Like, you know, because without Beal, it's a lot of talent you're missing because they would always go down early. And they've really found a way ever since he got injured to go from getting blown out after Beal got hurt to now, like, you know, really figuring out a way to coming back and getting back in basketball games. And I think he's really done that. I have to give credit to Wes Lonzo Jr. and everyone on the Wizards for figuring that out because that was not an easy task. And I think they definitely figured out that task, and it, it was definitely uh, great by them. Real quick, reacting to the fantasy. And now with Porzingis as well, like, I think the Wizards are fully capable of coming back, and I think they showed that in this game. Close game, can't blame them. The Hawks are a good team. Um, I don't think they did anything too wrong in this game. Again, they did have some bad moments. But in general, I don't think too terrible of a game. And I think that it's just something they can improve on. And and something they can continue to do when it comes to coming back. We're recapping the fantasy points. I had Trey Young getting 65 to 70 fantasy points. He got 33. I had Kyle Kuzma getting 50 to 60 fantasy points. He got 46. I had Clint Capella getting 25 to 30 fantasy points. He got 35. And I had Howell Meadow getting 25 to 30 fantasy points. He got 24. I am giving... Uh, this uh, below average. I do not think I did great. I am up though. To I, I predicted this right to thirty three and twenty nine on my predictions. I think that's pretty decent for me. But can I get another prediction right? We'll have to find out. Wizards Pacers game. Really excited for this one. I do want to start doing a fun fact for my article. And for here, I'll do the same fun fact each time. Well. This fun fact, Isaiah Jackson is starting for the Indiana Pacers today. He was drafted by the Washington Wizards, if you do remember. That was the planned trade that gave the Wizards Aaron Holiday and Isaiah Todd for Isaiah Jackson. So I'm not sure if you guys remember that back in the draft. I didn't talk about it much. I more talked about they got Aaron Holiday and Isaiah Todd, not how they gave up Isaiah Jackson. But, yeah, they did give up Isaiah Jackson. They never really wanted Isaiah, Isaiah Jackson. Ray really just traded him away in that trade. So I thought that was a pretty cool fun fact. Uh, but, yeah, we start off with the injuries around here. Bradley Beal uh, out, Vernon Carey out, and then Porzingis again. He is going to be active. But I do want to still list him on the injuries. Um, he, he is definitely available. He is going to play, which is great for that. The Pacers. Chris Duarte is questionable. Gogo Badatze is questionable. TJ McConnell is out. Ricky Rubio is out. Lance Stevenson is questionable. Miles Turner is out. So is TJ Warren. All right. Moving on to the starting lineup. Alamano, Corey Kisberg, Davis, Cotto, Pope, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gafford will be starting for the Wizards. Yes, no Porzingis, but they, they since he is coming just coming back now, uh, they are going to make sure that he gets back into rhythm. He will be coming off the bench, but do expect uh, at least a 30-minute game from him in this game, even though he is not starting for the uh, Indiana Pacers. Tyrese Halliburton, Malcolm Brogdon, who was back from injury buddy since the last time he played the Wizards. Buddy Heald, O'Shea Brissett, and Isaiah Jackson are starting. Or the Pacers. Moving on to the uh, to move on to my prediction. I have the Wizards winning 114 to 111. Starting off with my Coburn's catch. I think the Wizards will win because of the talent they're getting and that India and Indiana is missing. With a great player like Porzingis coming, the Wizards would need someone like Miles Turner to play great defense on him. Well, they're missing him due to injury. With the open three-point opportunities that Washington will get because of Porzingis, I talked about that on my ChaseSportsNews.com preview article. Please check that out. The Pacers could need a T.J. Warren player to play good three-point defense and bounce back by making three-pointers. They're missing him as well due to injury. With the talent Washington has and Indiana doesn't have due to injury, the Wizards will win this game by three points. 
Moving on to spread time, I have Wizards minus, er, it's Wizards minus two and a half, Pacers plus two and a half, over under 226 and a half. I have 225 points, but I would barely pick the under, and I would pick the Wizards. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if we've done the full spread. I know we've done parts of the spread. This may be the first time ever, I don't even know. I'm doing the exact same spread, minus two and a half, plus two and a half, and then 226 and a half. So I would pick the same thing there, Wizards and under. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I am picking the ex- exact same spread. I think that spread makes a lot of sense for this game. Moving on to Fantasy Outlook. I have Kyle Kuzma getting 50 to fi- 55 fantasy points. I have Kristaps Porzingis getting 35 to 40 fantasy points. I have Buddy Heal getting 45 to 50 fantasy points. And I have Tyrese Burton getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to say period. I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 61.9% chance of winning is reasonable. Because of... Porzingis coming back and uh, coming, not coming back. I mean, you know, back from injury, but uh, yeah, he's coming back, you know, but technically first game with the Wizards and the injuries for Indiana. Washington should win this game and that percentage makes sense. Last but not least, here it is, folks. I know it's, it's going to be a strong one. You guys got to ready, get ready for it. Who ya got? Here it is. Chris Dobbs Porzingis will be the best player on the floor tonight. Despite coming off the bench, he will be the reason why the Wizards pull away the game and he will have a great plus minus because of it. Porzingis is my who you got player of the game in his first game with the Wizards and will have a stat line that looks like 21 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 steals, 2 blocks, and shoot 62% from the field. Guys, Porzingis is back. It's here. It's a new era. I hope you guys did new era a re- uh, a, a new version of an era, right? Still the Bradley Beal era, but a new version of the era. It was the Beal-Russell Westbrook era. It was the Beal-Dinwiddie era. And while Beal isn't playing here, the Beal-Porzingis era is starting since Porzingis is playing here. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, and view. Uh, tell me what you think is going to win. Hope you guys did enjoy. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace. Let's go, Wiz!